Coming to you almost live from the mud bath at a luxury spa, this is What About, an Edmonton improv podcast. I'm your host, Scott, and today's topic is self-care. Hi there, my name's Savage Randy. I'm travelling the world to find everybody's favourite, unique type of self-improvement techniques. Join me this week on Movement for Improvement. This week, I'm starting off in the southern United States to find out how these Kentuckys take care of their skin. I'm joined by two rednecks. Hi. Yeah. So, here we are. It's humid. It's dirty. It's the south. How do we stay clean? How do we stay improved? My personal way of fashion, improving myself is uh, I own myself a, a crocodile. And every single day, I take my crocodile out for a walk. But sometimes, to stay a little fit, I starve my crocodile for days on end. And I call him mean names. I, I say, hey, nice scales, biatch, and uh, he gets real mad. And then I release that there crocodile onto the southern Mississippi, Kentucky, Middle Eastern United States River. And I just fucking run. You say you, 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 you drop it on the, the south side of the river? Northern East, South Side, yeah. You mean like right next to my cousin's home? Self care is letting a crocodile eat others. That's right, you're here to hear, folks. Now to learn about some self care in my own mental health improvements, I'm going to Brooklyn, New York to learn from a trained psychologist who has some street smarts to back it up. Oh, hello. Oh, welcome to New York, New York. <laughs> Brooklyn, yeah, 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 you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Great thing about New York is just people from all over the world have come together and their accents just blend into one. Yes, that's the, that's the first step to self-care. Now, I've had a lot of issues with my mental health lately. I feel like, what's this all for? I mean, I'm travelling the world trying to teach people to help themselves. And I haven't been helping myself at all. That's a classic problem here in New York, New York. You know, people are in Times Square and they're, they're, they're drinking their coffee and they just can't uh, take some time for themselves. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go on audible.com and you're going to download an audio book. Uh, then you're going to carve out two hours in your day, each, each and every day. You're going to take some me time. Me time is a, a different for everyone. You know, here in New York, and it's really hot. Uh, so I just take some ice cubes and I put them in my pits. And then I, I, I like to just cool down that way. I listen to a good old, like, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. And I just put on some of my favorite cha- favorite childhood books. Well, that's fantastic. Maybe I could open up my own Chamber of Secrets and find out what's been bothering me all these years. That's a, that's a bloody great idea. Yeah, I feel like my father never really loved me, and that is represented by the basilisk. Alright, for the next segment here, we're going to be going up north to Grand Prairie, Alberta to learn about the wonders of a womb room. Hey! Welcome to the womb room. Everybody say womb room. One, two, three. Womb room. That's the voice of Sharon Stills. She's a local pediatrician and mental health therapist. So I honestly think that before you can know yourself, you need to know what's in you. And that's in your uterus, baby. The uterus is like the eye of the abdomen. Oh, Sharon, you're so smart. 
You bless us with knowledge that we can't get ourselves. How are you going to bring a kid into this world if you can't even bring yourself into your own womb? Am I right? Am I the only one thinking that? That's no, brilliant. The idea of a womb room sure had me intrigued, but I was not prepared to see what in fact a womb room consisted of. It was a lot of meat. Okay, everybody, put on your little nude leotard, and then if you need help with your bald cap, let me know. Today, we're going to be RPing. We're going to be live-action role-playing as babies within the womb. Goo-goo. <laughs> are we doing it right? Of course. You know yourself better than I know you. That's just fact. Um, as I floated in the abyss of my mother's own placenta, I transcended space and time internally, and I learned that I shouldn't be so hard on myself with my body image and that I'm great the way I am. Just remember, they call it crowning because you're a king. I don't know about you folks, but sometimes I feel like I need to hear the good crying. Just sold my eyes out. So, to learn all about crying rooms, I'm going to Edmonton, Alberta. Welcome. Hi there. So how does this whole process work? I understand you have uh, crying sommeliers. Yes, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I To cut you off, I just I see something in the back of your eyes. Okay. I, I'm sensing tragic, tragic loss. Well, in context, that might be it. Yeah, I, I'd like to dive into that. Okay. Hmm. Wait. Did something happen to you when you were eight? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I turned nine. It was awful. I sensed that that was a big change for you. Yeah, it's when I had to move out of the house. And mom and pop said, here's a knife, here's a wife, the rest is yours. Now I can tell that from the back of your eyes. Your tear ducts are extra shallow. Did that cause you tremendous pain? Oh, was... <laughs> yes. Hmm. hmm. Did something happen last night? Um... Actually, last night I was up in Grand Prairie and oh, Grand Prairie. I, I had a bit of a revelation. Hmm. I learned how, how, how to reconnect with my inner child and I realised that maybe I grew up too quick. I'm not, maybe I never had proper time to process everything that was not only happening to my body, but happening to my mind as well. You didn't have it. There we go. Let it out. Oh, I'm a big boy, but I want to be small. You didn't have a childhood, did you? I grew up with a knife who was also my wife. And that's why you're the big baby you are now, aren't you? Big baby. You've never held down a job, did you, you big baby? No, I've just been a local TV producer. I want you to say it with me. I'm a big baby. I'm a big baby. I'm a big baby. I'm a big baby. I... Left the crib too quickly. I left the crib too quickly. I was robbed of my cradle by my own instincts. My knife does not have to be my wife. My wife does not have to be my wife. That's even better than what I said. What did I say? I was blacked out. That's what we want. Oh my god. Go into the darkness. I feel so much better. Oh, we're not done yet. Oh my god, I gotta do it again. Here's a defibrillator. Oh. We want to take you within an inch of your life. Okay. <laughs> I want to see my life flash before my eyes. And I want to be okay with it. God damn it, you have grown into a beautiful man-boy. And whatever you do when you leave here, don't think about your father. Why not? Do you want to tell me about your father? Oh my god, it's happening again! <laughs> now you are a full adult. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm daddy's little boy! I'm daddy's little boy! <laughs> <laughs>
Today is day zero. You start afresh. Oh Anu, please leave a review on Yelp. I don't know about you folks, but today I sure learned a lot. I learned that if you go to Kentucky, they don't know geography that well. I learned that just because you were born doesn't mean you have to stop being a baby. I learned that crying's okay, and that eight is too young to start a life. Join us next week on Movement for Improvement, where we learn how to become even bigger. And now a quick word from our sponsors. You've heard of a life coach, but have you heard of a life coach? That's right. We're going to bring you back to the best childhood board game out there. The game of life. Because you fucked it up in real life doesn't mean you have to fuck it up on the board game. <laughs> I keep on rolling tens and getting speeding tickets. We can help you. Just come to our life coach, life coach. I decided to not go to college and just start. Now I can't be the doctor and I only make $30,000 a year. <laughs> That's great standards by life standards. I retired at the farm instead of the big money one. Now I lost the game. Uh-oh. No help for that one? Come to the life coach, life coach. I sure will. Thanks, life coach. Hey, fuck, how many abs do you have? I have none. Now you're going to have lots. More than six, more than 12, 37 abs. That's right. My name's Big Fucking Luke, and I'm going to give you too many abs. How many abs do you have now? Holy shit, I got 18 abs. If you don't have abs, I'll carve them into you. Big Luke, I got a knife, I got the business. Hi, everybody. I'm Reba McIntyre. And I'm here to tell you, at 67 years old, I'm still fit, pumped, and ready to rock. And you want to know why? Because I'm Reba McIntyre and I have no reason to make sense anymore. I've been through eight seasons on my show. I've been on the Tremors show. And I've been everywhere up, down, left, and center. I'm Reba McIntyre and I don't know what direction I'm going there. This message paid for by the Reba McIntyre Diet. Uh, we are joined today by one of the greatest life coaches in probably North America. Uh, she has agreed to be on to give a little bit of advice and a little bit of coaching to all of you, our listeners today. And I can say from personal experience that her advice can change your life. So uh, we're just going to turn things right over. Uh, please introduce yourself for our listeners. Hi, my name's Sally, and I've been living... For a total of 11 and, well, uh, 111 years. Uh, so I have a lot of life experience, and I uh, I am ready to take everyone's life to the next level. <clears throat> All right, we're going to turn things right over to the switchboard now. It's just lighting right up. So uh, first caller, you are on the air. I am on a bike, sorry. Whoa. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> we got to make it quick. Okay. So I recently, I've been, dis- I, I, I realize I'm, I'm addicted to biking. Oh, wow. You got good limbs, then. I need to stop. I just, I gotta go fast. I gotta go fast all the time. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you need to slow down. Pop on the brakes. You know what? Jump off. Jump off. Okay, thank you so much. Another satisfied customer. <laughs> Who's next? Oh, hey there. Uh, my name. Well, my, my name should stay anonymous. You know, she might be listening. 
I'm in a relationship right now with a lady. Her name is, well, I shouldn't say her name. She might be listening right now. Um, I want you to say both your names right now. Both of our names? Both of your names. She's okay. Well, my name's Paul. Paul what? <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul. And I'm phoning in to talk about my fiance, Gwyneth Paltrow. Holy shit. It's not the same one you're thinking. It's a coincidence. Okay. Me and Gwen have been getting along great, but I I feel like I might be having some cold feet. I, I'm pretty young to be getting married. I feel like I haven't seen the world yet. I want to travel more before settling down. I mean, I'm, I'm fairly young for marriage. What is a marriage license, if not a piece of paper? It's, um, you want me to define? I'm trying to tell you. Don't let it stop you. My age? Nothing. You don't know how young I am. How old are you? Well, I don't know. You seem pretty confident in seeing that getting married was the right idea. I think so. You know what? You can jump out of anything if you ever need to. So I say, why not jump in right now? Wow. That's why they put stairs in pools. So if you get cold feet, you can pop on out and go over to the hot tub. Oh, so you're saying I should get married, and if it doesn't work out, we'll just figure it out then. That's exactly what I'm saying. Thank you so much. <laughs> have fun, Papa Paul. Uh, hey, Coach Sally. Oh, hello. Okay, we don't have much time because we're in the middle of a timeout. We're down to the dying minutes. We don't have much time left. They've pulled the goalie. We've collapsed the D. We want to know what we should be doing in order to hold this off, manage to pull this out, maybe win the cup. I'm so glad that you called me. First, I'm going to open with a little story. Once upon a time, I was but a wee child, and I was on the basketball court in my intramural games, and I was a young child. And, uh... Well, things were going poorly, and there was a timeout. And you know, my coach tried to give me an inspirational speech. And in that time, we went overtime, and we lost the game. So what I'm trying to tell you is, why are you talking to me? I think that you wanted to lose this game. Oh my god. Yes, I was once told by a writer, if I want to be a writer, why the fuck am I not writing right now? So what you're saying is we need to, we need to go out there, we need to win this game. Yes, if you really want to win, you'd be winning. That's what I'm saying. Thanks, Coach. We're going to go out there. We're going to win one for you. Thank God. Sally. Oh, yes. Who's speaking? Hi. Um, I'm just a local business owner, and um, I was wondering if you have any like advice for somebody who's just recently opened up their first uh, cake pop shop. What the fuck is a cake pop? Cake, uh, chunks of cake. You put it in a bowl, put a little bit of icing in there, and you mix it up. Why in God's name would you not just sell cakes? And then you put it in a ball, you roll it up, and then you stick a little paper stick in it, and then it's all good to eat. Num num. It's called num num cake pop. Jesus, this is ridiculous. Anyone can call nowadays. Okay, I want you to throw out this idea. Oh. Because who in God's name wants to eat a smaller version of a cake? Well, I mean, actually, we've seen to have, like, a quite good business. We've been open for about three months right now, and we've already racked in profit, which is unheard of for a new business. Are you telling me that you know all the answers? Because it seems to me that you called me the life coach. I will do what you say. Mm. But I need to get rid of all of the products, so I'll just make some cake pops and send them over your way, huh? Oh, hello. Hi, um, I was just noticing that the uh, foliage on my willow trees are actually, they're not, it's not doing great. Oh, that's a common problem. If you don't have control of your bushes, then what do you have control of? You're going to want to take some garden shears, and you're going to want to get control of your trees right now. Um, and also, the, 
uh, on my houseplants are also starting to wilt and die. And also, my house always smells like rotten meat. And also, stuff always gets thrown at my forehead. Uh, so how do I fix the leaves? Okay, well, clearly they're lacking electrolytes right now. You're going to go over to the local convenience store and you're going to get yourself a Gatorade. And you're going to set up a straw and you're going to let that puppy drink. Also, I just want to say that the bushes outside, my rose bushes, I should say, they're not really blooming. But also, sometimes when I'm trying to go to sleep, a dark figure will come out of my closet and tell me, You will never live past 38. You and your family have done me wrong, and so I've laid a curse on you for 18,000 years. So how do I make my rose bushes just really bloom? Okay, well, I'm going to stop you right there, because I am a life coach. You've got yourself a death coach problem. I thought you were a leaf coach. That's why I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) Sorry about that. Have a great day. Okay, you should probably call a paranormal consultant. It's okay. My rose bushes, I've always come back the next year. Hello, it is I, the Bumblebee Prince. Oh my god, listeners, we're in for a treat. We've got the Bumblebee Prince. Now, I'm currently at siege with the Butterfly Queen, and I have several questions regarding my next move. Oh, of course. Uh, Shoot me with those questions. Now, we are normally one to avoid siege warfare. Starving out another colony is cruel, but the Butterfly Queen gives us no other choice. It seems I have to question whether I would like to violate my own morals and international bug law, or if I wish my colony to perish. That's fair enough. Well, speaking as a life coach here, uh, and I enjoy life quite a bit, I'd like to make it to a solid 300. Just then I can die. Then I'm going to snuff myself out. But until then, I want to live. And that means I am Team B. Wow, so you're saying that no matter what, I should starve this entire colony in a horrific, long, drawn-out war siege so that my people may continue to live? That's exactly what I'm saying. Let me tell you, have you ever seen a butterfly make a raspberry? No, I can't say that I have. Exactly. Wait, no, no, they're actually, they're both pollinators, so you know what? It's too late. I'm going to kill them all. Oh, okay. Thank you for your advice. Know that you helped start a genocide. Butterfly kisses. Oh, there'll be no more of those. What have I done? And now a word from our sponsors. Are you having trouble making friends? Do simple tasks seem too daunting for you? Hi, my name's Jezebel, and I'm here to coach your life. I'm a life coach. I'm going to help you be you. Are your clients being extra needy and not listening to your advice? Are people considering your job not to be your real job? Hey, I'm Rick Santos. I'm a life coach for life coaches. Call me up and I'll coach you through your coaching and you'll be flying coach no longer. Business class, baby. Hey. Hey, are you tired of being overstuffed all the time? Are you tired of be- feeling like you're sad on all the time? Well, I'm a life coach for couches. Hey, do you ever feel like you're just not good enough to be a life coach for life couches? Because I sure do. Call me, and I'll teach you how to do it. Hey there, has your couch come alive and is now trying to coach you through your life? I'm a life coach who can coach you how to life coach your couch who's come alive. That couch might be alive, but it's not going to take over your life. 
Hi. Do you have too much baggage on many levels? Well, don't fly JetBlue like an idiot. Fly Life Coach, the coach class for your life coach. I'm a life coach, life coach, life coach, life coach. Hi. Do you like to drive people around and get paid to do it? I can teach you how. I'm a lift coach. I'm a life coach for lift drivers. Lift coach. Hey, did you see a couch that's alive and then shoot that couch outside of its designated hunting season? I can coach you through that. If you poached a life couch, I can life couch you through your poaching of your life couching problems. Call me. I'm a, I'm a big deal. Thank you for coming. I'm so happy to see all of you here. Such a great energy in the room that I'm really noticing. Namaste. 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 Of course, this is thought yoga, where we'll be exercising our minds instead of our bodies. Yeah. Finally. Did everyone bring a warm hat? I brought two toques. That'll do. I brought a bucket hat. That'll do. My hat's a little wet. Perfect. Is it warm water or cold water? Do I need this yoga mat? You do not need the yoga mat. Can I have a chair? You can have a chair. Can I have a couch? Sure. My sarong keeps getting stuck in my sandals. Getting stuck in your sandals? Yeah, it's too long, and I, I didn't get it tailored. I feel like a fool. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. That's my all pants right. keep getting stuck in my underpants. <laughs> So okay. we're we're not we're not working on our bodies at all. No, this isn't body yoga. This is mind yoga. I don't think I can think properly if my sarong keeps on getting stuck in my sandals. Imagine your sarong not stuck in your sandals. Close your eyes. Oh my god, it's out of my sandals. It's perfect. Everything is perfect in your imagination. Open your mind to the freedom of your own imagination. Oh, I opened my eyes. Don't open your eyes. Okay. My mouth is open. That's fine. That's fine. I feel like all my orifices are just wide open. Okay, I shut everything. I even plug my nose holes. Very good. T- don't. I plug in my ears. Don't hold your breath. I can't hear you. I'm trying to hold my breath. Do not hold your breath. Oh, don't hold your breath. Okay. <laughs> Please breathe. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Keep breathing naturally. Okay. Keep all of the orifices of your body open, the ones that want to be open, and shut the ones that want to be shut. Okay. This is okay. mind yoga. We're not focused on the body here. We're clearing our minds. I'm going to count to three, and when I say three, your mind is going to be totally okay, clear. Perfect. Okay. One, clearing the mind. Two, mind is going to be clear. Oh, I cleared my mind, and I'm not even wearing a sarong anymore. I'm just wearing a shirt. Who who are you, and what are we doing here? That's good. Totally empty mind. No idea. I'm your thought leader. What is your name, thought leader? I, I, I explained it to you before the class started. I said, thought leader, can I go uh, plug some more coins into my car, please? This, it, don't worry about that. 
don't worry about anything. You're, you're, this is a relaxation, a tranquility exercise. Everyone take it. My muscles hurt. We're not focused on our breath. Your muscles only hurt in perception. After freeing my mind, I think I adopted one of the other people's voices. I, I lifted a bathtub yesterday out of my home. That's why my muscles hurt. Very good. Very. It's good to come to thought yoga. What did, what did your voice used to sound like? I think I got it back again. The Thank bathtub was, was cast iron are, are and you? claw-footed. That's fine. That's memory. We don't need to worry about memories. That's anymore. part of my brain. Yes. I have to clear my memory. Yes. Oh, I'm back to wearing a sarong again. Oh, God. If I fully clear my brain, will I still, still be able to walk and move my fingers, or will I lose that? Lose it? Temporarily, but then we'll gain it back even stronger. That's what thought yoga is about exercising the disconnect and the reconnect hmm. Disconnect Reconnect I, I disconnected my leg from my hip joint and when I reconnected it, it Didn't work so good That sounds like a serious physical impairment. Okay, my orifices are all closed again. That's good. It's generally good Thank you namaste Namaste. Namaste. Welcome to the Lush Cosmetics audio series, where we walk you through step by step on how to use your Lush products in the most efficient way possible. Hi. My name's Moonshine, and I've been working at Lush for around four months now, and uh, I've got to say, my favorite, favorite thing at Lush has to be the wrapperless hair products. So, at Lush, we think, why spend a reasonable amount of money on literal mud when you could pay us $18 and you could just rub all that shit right in your roots? And that's what I like to do. I just forego all of the wrappers, all the drama, and I just rub fucking dirt right in my scalp. Hi everybody, my name's Hark Lockett, and I'm here to show you guys how to play in those little hand wash pool thingies that we do. Like, we lure you in, we put your hands in this murky, dirty, very well-used water, and then we just scrub we scrub it in, and we never tell you what's in that water. We just grab your hand, tell you your hair's looking great, and then soak your cuticles in this filth. Greetings and blessing, folks. This is your main man, Rock Daddy. I'm gonna take you through the steps in using our coal-based face wash. So this is uh, very good. It has activated charcoal in it, so if someone has thrown poison in or around your face, you want to use this charcoal-based wash immediately. We don't have any wrappers at Lush, so don't worry about opening it. The bar is ready for you. You just want to take the bar, take a little bit of wetness. You can get that from a tap. Uh, if you're in a humid enough place, you can harvest it from the air, or body fluids will do in a pinch. You're going to activate the charcoal with this liquid, and then make a small paste which will rub on your eyes, just as Jesus Christ did in the Gospels. If you're blind, you will now be able to see, and if you are a sinner, you will now be forgiven. As well, the poison should be deactivated, and you'll have a nice sheen on your face. Hello, 
This is Leaf Blow talking. Um, so I've gotten a lot of complaints lately that our prices are just too high. Uh, so I thought that I'd start this segment of DIY Lush. Bring Lush to your very own home. Um, so obviously our main attraction are bath bombs. Uh, and I'm going to take you through the steps of making your very own bomb for your bath. Um, so first of all, you can find really any household condiments. Um, I'm talking just raid your fridge, you can find ketchup, you can find mustard, and you can find relish. Any of these three things will just exfoliate your skin <laughs> just like a lush bath bomb. Uh, so you're going to want to make the bathtub nice and steamy and hot. Uh, I'm talking piping. You know it's ready when your skin turns raw, and we're going to turn that right around with our product. Uh, so you're just going to take your condiment of choice, and you're going to lather yourself up. Then you're not actually going to get into the bathtub. <laughs> this is a this is an insider treat. Um, they taught me this on my second day. Uh, it's really when you you know you've hit your stride here. <clears throat> and you're just going to lather yourself up, and you're going to stand in front of the mirror. Then you're going to pull out a candle. This you're going to want to buy at our stores. Then you're going to turn off the lights. You're going to light the candle, and you're going to chant Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Turn around three times and look into the mirror. If your mirror has cracked, you know you're on your way to a lusher body. Coming this October 17th, the lush showers around you. Cannabis-infused soap. Now you can be clean and high as shit. Kush by Lush. Thank you for joining us for What About Self-Care, an Edmonton-based improvised podcast. Your improvisers were Christopher Borg, Scott C. Bourgeois, Vincent Forcier, Marguerite Lawler, Gordy Lucius, Corey Mathewson, Jesse McPhee, Megan Prusco, and Jared Wanego. Music by Leif Ingbertson and Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Special thank you to Rapid Fire Theatre, what About is produced by Scott C. Bourgeois, Andrew Paul, and Matt Sherman. Be sure to rate and review the show on your podcatcher of choice, and thank you for joining us and supporting us. like Britain. Yeah. <laughs> wow. With my mental health in check, I knew the next place to go was back in time. 1910s, London town. Oi! Spare me a quid, sir. Now, with my new self-confidence, I knew it was time to teach someone else how they could be confident in themselves. Oi! 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 I've got no porridge! Don't worry there, mate. You don't need porridge. You just need self-esteem. Oi! I should go tell the king. Oi! Oi, peasant. Oh, no. Looks like we've run into a king. I see that you're talking to the time traveller. <laughs> Listen, your majesty, I'm only here to help out your subjects. Oi! The best self-care, I think, is believing in yourself. You're a new king, sir. King of self-care. Wow. All hail. The oh. king of self-care. Now this episode really gave me a turn for my money. I left thinking that I'd just improve myself, and I ended up living a new life in 1910 as the king of England. 
This has been Movement for Improvement. I started doing a joke. Um, I'm glad I wasn't the only person. Oh, I, oh, I am the king. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, like a potty planner? <laughs>